Welcome to MMA Love, Love from America, a show all about to love and to cherish MMA till death do us part. I am Matt, the spiritual leader of the MMA fan in Central Europe. With me is your preferred Luke. He watches all them fights. He is your transatlantic friend. This is the Mano Fioro hype episode and the happy 20th episode to all of us. Luke. Holy smokes. Why the fuck are we doing this today? I I think I think force a habit more than anything else. I had no idea. I mean, I just I just hit you up in the morning and I'm like, what time? Oh, okay, eight thirty. Got it. Wake up on Sunday morning, record an episode, and now we've done it twenty times. That's crazy. I think we're, in, we're that's ending. crazy. Yeah, it's good. Wow, we're, we're ending season one now, and we're starting season <laughs> two. It it doesn't mean, doesn't mean shit, but iTunes want, wants me to put on in seasons and stuff, so I did. No way. That's awesome. All right. Thank you, Tim Apple. Thanks to all the listeners. Uh, we, we even have a listener question today. Actually, we got the question three weeks ago. So, but now today we'll, we'll answer it. It's a question from Floody. Thanks, Floody. Um, today, the ring, the ring speaker extraordinary. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not saying the other the word. Gra- the, the granddaddy <laughs> of Swiss fight sport. Listen, we have a lot of gossip to go through this this episode. We have Paul Brothers galore to talk about. And we have the, we'll go shortly into the UFC Fight Night 186, I think it was, Rosenstruik versus Sakai. Uh, we'll have a brief recap of the Ultimate Fighter, Volkanovski versus Ortega. Uh, we'll preview UFC 263, Adesanya versus Vettori. I'll introduce a storyline segment. How exciting is that? Luke watched all them MMA stuff, LFA, <laughs> Battlefield Fight League, KSW 61. So we'll go into that too. Basically, that's it. Are you when excited? You say I watched it all. I watched. I watched a few fights here and there. Don't. A, I mean, it was it was a busy week. I went on vacation. I came back. I watched fights. There were baby bunnies in the backyard. Things have been things have been popping off around here. Listen to this guy living living la vida loca. Completely. I I should I need to I need to point out like on the same podcast feed as you get this podcast you can listen to a podcast that if you only speak English you won't understand but it's Matt and Vladdy and I just listened to the first five minutes so I can hear you try to introduce Matt Vladdy without cracking up and fail every time I love it not I'm not making it up it's it's uh, it's not good <laughs> it's the best. We had um, a UFC fight night, Sakai versus Rosenstruik, and it was a low-expectation fight card, let's say like that. Um, a lot of decisions, but I think there were some awesome highlights. And just uh, why don't you tell me first, uh, what did you love about this event? <laughs> I uh, there's if It's one of those things where you have these expectations of a fight card being bad or a fight card being really good, and you really shouldn't because it was it was leading into it. It was all the punditry and and myself included in that, just shitting on heavyweight fights and oh, it's gonna that's gonna finish off with two heavyweight fights. It's gonna be ter- and then both heavyweight fights and the co-main and main event got out of there in the first round. And I was like, yeah. So don't don't have expectations. It could ha- anything could happen. That's why I love watching all this stuff. Um, but what, it, what did I, what did I love? Honestly, one of the bet, one of the funniest things, one of the best things that I loved was Brendan, uh, saying uh, from the commentary desk, 
Francisco Trinaldo's coming out. Francisco, life begins at 40 Trinaldo. He's so right. <laughs> he gives was, us he gives uh, us hope. Uh, I was like, I have I have hope. It was amazing. Um, also, the the first fight on the card, uh, uh, one of the guys walked out to Fear of the Dark by uh, Iron Maiden. So I listened to Iron Maiden on repeat for the entire fight and just muted the fight. Okay, boomer. <laughs> you date, That's you, great. You just, do you have an Iron Maiden t-shirt? you have one? I don't. I don't because no. I I have no taste, so I didn't get into Iron Maiden until like a couple years ago. Oh so God. it's 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 full boomer. Like I put on my New Balances, <laughs> I got my longboard out, and then I turned on some Iron Maiden. I was like, "Wow, this is really good." I wonder why I haven't heard of this before. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, the heavyweight the heavyweights delivered, and even in the the heavyweight fight that went the distance some funny things happen and some entertaining things happen like Alir Latifi holding down Tanner Bozer and trying for like some sort of bulldog choke or something and just big brothering him it's hilarious because he looks like he should not be able to do that then you realize he's like the circumference of a redwood or something on that on that fight I mean Ilir Latifi won a split decision um but he was outstruck by by Tanner Bozer like and I'm not quite sure like four to one it's it's quite incredible how he could he could have okay he had a lot of control time but he didn't do anything with that control time so I'm not quite sure how the fuck did he get okay. that decision but so we we talked about Bozer uh, we talked about Bozer last time he lost which mm-hmm. was to Andre Arlovsky and I said something along the lines of you got to get Arlovsky out of there because he if you don't he will make you look bad. And that he is will true. Win a split decision or a decision. Is it not that Arlovsky will make you look bad, but that Bozer you can make Bozer look bad, and that's how Alir did it? That's just, that's actually quite an interesting take. Is it, a, is it a Bozer problem and not an Arlovsky problem? It could be both. Maybe maybe it's, it's both. But I think I think he got fucked over here. But I, I was what I'm. <laughs> look, I I was looking at media scores or media scorecards and all of them scored it for Latifi as well so maybe I'm I'm wrong here but I didn't I didn't enjoy that let's let's move on from that fight it wasn't it, it's not a, a fight you should go in first on that card it's a it's a it's maybe you go to your favorite fight on the card I have I have a suggestion fan club fight. <laughs> I, I have a suggestion pal mono fuel is a mm-hmm. problem <clears throat> that that yeah. fight was the fight of the fucking night, and she didn't even get a bonus for it. And I'm so sad. Okay, I know, I know what you're gonna say, Ricky <laughs> or Richie or however you wanna spell the name of her opponent. She moved up. Yeah, Richie. Richie. She moved up from a weight class. She looked undersized, but I know a certain guy. Maybe he's on this podcast. I'm not quite sure who picked Richie by submission <laughs> and <laughs> that's that'll give you an idea of just how uh just how little thought and little time i had going into this yeah. coming back from vacation because i picked all these about two hours before uh and then she walked out and they were and brendan i think said something like yeah she's she's Showing up on short notice with a week notice and she's moving up a weight class. I was like, oh shit. <laughs> Mono, Mono Fioro put that chick away. 
She that's I, good. She had a, she had a lot of savat kicks, which I do like. Oblique kicks. Uh, her kicking game was on point. And then uh, a friend of ours, Keith from Melbourne, from the forums, he said he said it perfectly. He said she went full Wanderlei Silva back in the day, nasty style. And and I think that is a that is a perfect um, way to describe how Mano Fioro just dominated that fight. Uh, thank you, Keith. Thank you, Keith. That that's that's a wonderful, perfect fight. Not sure how how um, many how I could have been entertained more. Yeah, it was it was it was it was fun. I I felt bad for uh, for Ricci. Uh, she hung in there. I mean. I, she did hang in there, but you shouldn't. Yeah, she looked wildly undersized. I was like, "Wait a second. <laughs> okay, she's five one. I mean, she she might she might yeah, look undersized. She's gonna look. She might look undersized in every one hundred and five pounds. Yeah, yeah, she she might look undersized in every in each of her fight. And Mano is actually quite tall. She's like one meter seventy. I'm not translating that into some bullshit. No, inch you, or you don't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't no, need. Not to, doing it. You don't need to worry about it. Um, um, so that I I was very very pleased with that fight. I enjoyed it very much. That that's a that's a fight I'd I'd recommend listeners go back and watch and and watch the kicking game of her and watch the the relentlessness of her. Just 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 picking apart Richie. Very very good fight. Yep, stayed right on her. It was good. Uh, and then the big one that everyone loved, and and you're and you love too. You just don't know it yet. Was uh, Ponsonibio uh, versus Baeza? Yeah, I, I was. Uh, I, these guys. I don't. I don't think it was. Um, by the end, of, by the third, it was looking a lot more like just smash each other with no defense. Everybody's just, getting jabbed up. Everybody's just getting smashed. But like but the but the first. The first round of just crushing leg kicks and Ponzinibbio coming back from that was pretty fucking awesome. Yeah, I heard a lot of fight of the year and stuff, and then I was watching the fight. I enjoyed it. It it, it was it was fun to watch, but there was, I mean, I I, I really have to rewatch it. I think because I, I I didn't see anything that 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 sprung out to me and said, "Wow, that is that is an awesome fight." You look when when I think it's one of the you. I'm looking at my notes. And it gets real. It gets real good in round two. Round one is just Beza, but teeing off with a bunch of dynamic shit and Ponsonibio eating it. But um, it gets real good in round two, round three, and and round three gets sloppy towards the end. I I kind of wrote down like. Uh, I wrote down that the that Ponsonibio celebration upon winning sort of made watching the entire card worth it for me like he just absolutely freaks out starts smashing the side of the cage yeah that was the um, other thing I, I thought that he, he he i think he thought that he lost because that that outburst of joy it, it just doesn't happen if you just uh if you if you're sure of winning he he, he fought he he beat neil magny with a punch in 2018 and then was off for two years, came back in January 2021 and lost, uh, lost and got KO'd uh, by the leech. So I think it was about, I think it was about the relief more than anything of of having not won for three years and not not even gone the distance for three years. I have a, a I mean, I, I have a I have a show's favorite who was on on this card too. He actually, I put him in his first fight in the UFC I put him as the fight of the year and then only Max Holloway demolishing Calvin Cater 
um, <laughs> surpassed him. It's it's Mason Jones. Mason Jones put in a clinic against Alain Patrick, but uh, mm-hmm. unfortunately it ended in a, in an eye poke. That that eye poke was pretty nasty, I think. Yeah, but um, yeah, that's 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 a that's a bummer for for Mason Jones because that dude looks awesome in each of his fights. He lost the decision in his first one, but that was like like I said, now number two fight of the year for me at the moment. Um, but this this dude looks so impressive and so dominant in his in his performances, and then he he now it's his second fight and he didn't win one. That is that is a bummer. But watch out for Mason Jones because I think, and I'm not quite sure how old he is. He's actually he's he's very young. So he's, that that he's young. That dude will yeah. be will be he someone looks, to watch. He looks younger than he is, but he's 26. I oh, that's I, I gotta imagine they give him another go in the UFC. I hope he so. Really go hope so. Cage Warriors or something. If he goes back to Cage Warriors. He might kill somebody. And in the UK. my dear friend, mm. you know his nickname. <laughs> The dragon. Yes, he might actually be a dragon because he's from with the dragon flag. Yeah, he's too, from Wales. The Wales, the Wales. It's the Wales, yeah, It's that's... the Welsh flag, and he might be a dragon. That unlike flag is badass. You know? Unlike Paul no, don't, Felder, who don't is, start with your Felder hate. With who is, me. get off the show. <laughs> neither Irish nor a dragon. <laughs> you hate it. <laughs> um, yeah, he's that, a triathlete. That was, that was a that was a nice that was a nice fight too. I really enjoyed that one. I enjoyed Mason Jones. I, I enjoyed Mano Fioro. Um I mean, look, the heavyweight fights. I mean, they were not good fights, but I I do love me some TKOs. But um, yeah, it's it's nothing to to. We, we don't have to talk about it for for that. Listen, long. I think you just covered everything on my list of things I loved, except. Yeah. Bisping saying he doesn't want to speculate, but then speculate. <laughs> I mean, please. Tip, uh, I have, I have. Look, oh, I That's have it. one highlight: uh, Rodriguez against Todorovic. The fight wasn't good, but that was a beautiful Osotogari in in the first minute or so of the fight, where Rodriguez basically threw Todorovic to the ground. That's that's awesome. I always love to see that. And yeah. Tibura might be a problem. Can we can we say that Tibura is a problem now? Five five uh, win streak. Hmm. Yeah, I think. I think that's really hard to do at heavyweight. I, like, because I guess, yeah. But for who well, is he a problem? I mean, <laughs> yeah. I I mean he he did he he decisioned Rothwell. So yeah, I think he if he can decision Rothwell, and then he got a ground and pound win over Hardy. Look, and I mean, he's got this one over Harris. So yeah, I th- I think you can say that. I'll I'll, I'll co-sign on that. I mean, I I think Harris, th- that dude had a a bad a bad run. Now it's it's um some some bad things happened to him. So not not blaming him for that, but I think he needs a bit more time to be to be the guy he could he could be maybe. You want to play a little a little imagination. Let's, do you want do you want to do imagination right now? That's funny. Tybura was ranked tied. With your imagination. <laughs> UFC has Tybura ranked at eleven, along with Blagoy Ivanov. Yes, Tybura is more of a problem than Blagoy Ivanov. Uh, he should be he should be moving way up there. He should be fighting Rosenstreich next. Yeah. 
then we'll see. Do you think... I played the imagination segment. Um, what do you want to imagine? Do you want to imagine who's next for Mano Fioro? Because the episode is all about her. <laughs> uh, she, let, me, let me tell you the rankingmma.com women's flyweight oh, rankings. Okay, ranking MMA. Yeah, go for it. Um, she, it, it. She is not ranked... I think. No, and neither she's not ranked in the UFC page either. God damn it! Look, we have Shevchenko, the the better Shevchenko sister at number one. Then you have Andrade. She might no. Just look at the look at the bottom. Look at fifteen. Who's no. at fifteen on your page? Fifteen, Andrea Lee. Okay, she's ranked eleven in the UFC page. So basically, her or what what might be real good. Have her fight Macy Barber or Antonia Antonina Shevchenko. I, I want to ask you: Does she beat mm. Caitlin Chukagian? One hundred percent. I mean, it's not. It's not even close. Yeah, she beats almost everybody on here. I don't know what she's French, so I, 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 I am always suspect of her JJB uh, a defense. Shitsu Brazilia. I mean, look. Do you maybe think, but do you think do you think she has do you think she has sub defense enough to I do think so stop Jennifer Maya yes okay Jennifer well, Maya then, might actually yeah. be the hardest fight besides Shevchenko for her on 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 this list she beats Calderwood I think because her striking and her power is so much more than Calderwood ever could bring Lauren Murphy maybe difficult Macy well, Barber might be a banger of a fight, yeah. man. She's going to outrange Macy Barber too, so Macy's going to have to go charging in again. I like she it. She beats Mother Fairy. She beats Maverick. She beats Antonina. She beats Lee. I mean, look, it that is that is wide open, and I hope I hope they give her a top ten opponent next. I want to see how good she is. Yeah, yeah, and I think now she's I just look really, really good. God, she was at the bottom of the card too. It's crazy. What a what a fight night ass fight night card. Yeah, it's. I mean, yeah, it, not much, not much else to talk about. I think. Oh, I, I have a, I have a question for you. I think women fighters sometimes get stopped too early by the. Oh yeah, for sure. By the refs, and I think Montana de la Rosa that was an early stoppage too. Yeah, uh, Herb is Herb was uh, the one I always noticed making an early stoppage. He stopped uh, he stopped Manon's fight. Um, I didn't think that was early. Maybe uh, a bit, but I, I don't think I don't think I don't think Richie had a chance to reverse that fight or do anything else. Lipsky, no. Lipsky. I mean, she she wasn't in that fight. She had, but she wasn't defeated. I don't think so. That's uh, who's our ref for this one? Keith Peterson was yeah, the Peterson. ref for. Uh, he, he's normally good. Uh, I didn't see. I didn't see it as early. It wasn't. It wasn't grossly early for me. Um, but I, maybe I'm. Ju maybe I've just been acclimated to refs pulling the pulling the pulling the ripcord. Maybe maybe on some women's maybe something. Early. Miguel Baeza's nickname. How how would you how would you rate rate it? God, it's up there. It's in. It's. I love it. I. That was on my list of things I love too. Caramel. Caramel thunder. thunder. Yes. <laughs> Very good. So good. 
another question is, is Mr. Finland done? I don't think so. I honestly thought he won that fight. So I, oh, I, I, I highly, I, I, I believe he thought that too. So I doubt he's done. But is he done in the UFC? Oh, mm. pull the topology. Yeah, pull it. What an awesome, what an awesome picture! If you haven't seen it, go on Mac One Armor Comics <laughs> topology page. He's, he's only lost two. He lost to Edson Barboza. I mean, it's not a good look losing a unanimous decision to Camilla Kirk, but no, I don't think he's done. I, I think they keep one more and they probably want to keep him on because they're going to want to travel to Europe at some point and sell out a stadium and he should be on that card. Maybe. maybe I, I think the chance of selling out stadiums in Europe is pretty small. Well, in the near future anyway. But Dolice he is, he, I'm, I'm calling him the clinch man now, or the hanger-on. <laughs> the hanger-on. <laughs> he's, he's, <laughs> that's a great nickname. That's, I mean, Roman look, the hanger-on deletes yeah. it. <laughs> uh, pal, you've covered this event. I have, I have nothing more on I my have, list. Of I have something. I What's the last thing? Give me your best guess. How many sponsors we're in the octagon this evening. Give oh, me a number. God. I, I could. I didn't even. Re I can't remember. It's a out of control. One. It's out of control. Oh, God, this is why I love co-hosting a podcast with you because this OCD counting thing that you do sometimes. Out Tell of me control. how many? No, no. You you give me a guess. <laughs> Was it a dozen? Come on. Yeah, it's actually a, a, a solid. Yes. A solid twelve. Yes. Two for two for two for each. One and a half for each side, or something. Let let me let me. It's twelve. It's it's correct. Let me read. Amazing. Guaranteedrate.com, Modelo, <laughs> DraftKings, Manscaped, Nemirov, Toyo Tires, Monster Energy, U.S. Army, Howlerhead, DraftKings. Oh, I have DraftKings. ESPN Plus, Tactical Respirator, and Devour. Respirator. Devour frozen foods. God damn it. I have not been able to find a single octagon pizza anywhere in the Pacific Northwest of America. Please, if you're in America and you listen to this show, please get in contact with Luke on our Instagram page or our, on our Facebook page. Where? Or where? on MMA-Love.com and send him a devour UFC pizza. Or at least Thank tell you. me where to find one. <laughs> I mean, it, it would be more fun if someone sent it to you. It would be. <laughs> it would be. Um, so there was a UFC. We watched it. Yeah. You can watch it too. There's at least four or five fights on there that are fun. Yeah, watch the Mano um, Fior fight, watch the Mason Jones fight, and I think you're good. Yeah, watch some heavyweights get starched. Of course, you can you can watch the thing. fight. Everyone thinks it's the fight of the year, but I don't think so. Baeza against nah. against Pons and EBO, but I mean, we were it's just we were just starved for action. That's all. Correct. We were, um, we were, we were bored. How did, let's let's go into you, the other things you watch. Just just give me the, the one liners for LFA, Battlefield Fight League, and KSW. Okay. Battlefield Fight League, I gotta talk about for a second. It was on, I turned it on for one fight, some weird shit was going on. And the weird shit is named Anton Tokarchuk. He's a heavyweight. Wait. It was a catchweight fight at two twenty five, not heavyweight. He was fighting Justin Doge. Named after Dogecoin, or is Dogecoin named after him? I don't know. 
I hope it's but both. Anton Anton's Anton's kind of a strange dude because he's he's heavyweight, but he's really skinny with really like weird looking torso kind of, and he like holds his hands up doing like a weird cross between Tony Ferguson and uh, Yoel Romero when Yoel fight fought Izzy and just held a held a statue held like a statue. Anton moves odd. And it was an odd fight to watch for a couple of rounds. So I watched that, and then I was exhausted. I had to turn it off. There are some things that happened. It's on Fight Pass if you care to watch it. But it, Battlefield Fight League is uh, just a small promotion out of Vancouver, Canada, on UFC Fight Pass now. I The only takeaway I had from it was I just cannot believe they gave up Invicta syndicating Invicta to syndicate stuff like Battlefield Fight League and Icon because Invicta's quality of fights at least is so much higher in my Yeah, opinion. it's still it's still puzzling to me why they didn't come to another agreement and, and broadcast Invicta. For real. Um, LFA? I watched one, I watched one, uh, I watched LFA for a few fights and I had a question for you. Please. What's your favorite TV show? My favorite TV show? Yes. I mean, I have a list for that. And it, it I might not take it that serious, but I think my favorite TV show of all time is Cobra Kai. What if there was a fighter? I know. Named named Kai. So they had their fighter nickname be Cobra. How would you feel about that? Look. It's <laughs> it's obvious. It has to be done. It it to, to please the universe and the gods on Mount Science, if you're named uh, Kai and you fight MMA or you're in karate or something like that, you have to be. Your nickname has to be Cobra, Cobra. Kai Bennett okay. fought on LFA. I it's watched perfect. it. It happened. It's perfect. It's, it's the perfect. Thank you. She. Yeah. I'm sure she will appreciate that. Uh, the um, if you're listening to this, please give me give me a ring. We'll, we'll have Cobra you on the show. Kai, please reach out to Matt. <laughs> reach he would out love to, me. to interview you. He will interview you in Swiss English and English. Of course. It would be awesome. Um, there were there were a couple fights that were actually on LFA 109 uh, that bear mentioning. The top of the card, Terrence McKinney was back with the body cam footage of him tripping on acid and getting tased. Uh, he's trying to be a role model to people who trip on acid and get tased by absolutely murking dudes in the first round. That's all he does. He just wrecks people. So he's back. He did that. He did his thing. He wrecked Michael Ortiz. Um, good. In the co-main event, Justin Wetzel versus Askar Askar. And that was actually kind of interesting because in the, in the lead-up, Wetzel talked about uh, be basically being jerked around by the ultimate fighter for six months, being told, don't take a fight, you're getting on the show, and then getting not getting on the show. <laughs> so he spent six oh, months boy. not getting paid and not taking fights when he could have been. And he went out there and uh, he got he got uh, his he got Ascar, AK forty seven Ascar, also a great nickname, uh, out of there in the second round. And kind of broke down talking about how much it meant to him to just get in there and get a fight, get a win, and get paid. Don't, if you're a fighter, I doubt you're listening to this, but if you are, don't even consider the ultimate fighter. It's a shit job for shit pay, and it gives you a shit contract. Just take fights. Take fights and get wins. Sounds good. That's a good segue, actually, to go into the the ultimate fighter. (laughs) Did you watch it? Yes. 
I totally okay. So I went on vacation from like like we recorded a day early last week. I left on vacation on Sunday. I didn't get back until Thursday, and I completely forgot the Ultimate Fighter even happened until now. I, even though they were advertising the shit out of it last night on the broadcast, I, I might have like, forgotten. Oh, yeah, I, I really might have forgotten about um, the Ultimate Fighter Two. I was I was a huge fan from from the Ultimate Fighter One until about ten. Ten was the heavyweight season with Kimbo Slice and and then right uh, right right and then it's just Kimbo and Kimbo and Big Country. Yes, Roy Nelson. Right, and then I yeah yeah I just it faded out. It it, it get, got stale. Um, now it's it's the Ultimate Fighter Volkanovski versus Ortega the teams and I'm I'm not quite sure why I'm back into it but I think I'm back into it when I when I watched it um, I, I was uh, was in in the chat with with a friend of ours with let's call him Steve this time um, he he asked me which team I'm on so I threw a coin coin flip went for Team Ortega so now I'm Team Ortega for life now how's uh, how's Team Ortega look. Who won um, the fight? That's what I want to know. Listen, Which team has a win? Listen, first, for, for, for all the people, if you never have watched Tough, The Ultimate Fighter, it's, it's, it's still tough. It might be, from, from my memory, it's a bit faster paced. I think they do focus a bit more on the training footage and coaching for the first two combatants at least, I think. Um, a lot of fight preparation footage, a lot of game planning talk, which I find quite interesting. I have to be, I have to be honest. Um, the the coaches are quite good. Uh, you have some, of course, you have Hannah Gracie on Team Ortega, and you have another um, a grappling ah, oh, a grappling donk on Volkanovski's thing too. So that's that's pretty exciting. Um, I do like they do a thing. It's called the Toyo Tires Ultimate Fighter Flashback. <laughs> and uh, they they showed the one with McGregor, the altercation with <laughs> Cody Garbrandt. Uh, you saw Artem Lobov there. So if you have watched the Ultimate Fighter UFC for a long time, the, these flashbacks they they bring a smile to your face. Memories. Uh, fight. We had a Aaron Phillips against Petrovsky or Petrovsky. So he's a wrestler dude, and he wrestled dude <laughs> I think Excellent. It, I think it was it was good coaching by both Volkanovski and Ortega. Was Dana there? Was Dana yeah, there? Yeah, Dana was there just for one did, second. Did Dana, did Dana fucking hate it? No, he wasn't the there fight. for the fight. He was there for one oh, second. Oh, okay. To, right. to just tell them that this is a big show and they told them how many champions were on that show and stuff like that. Got it. Okay. Um, Dana, Dana knew. Dana knew it was a wrestle fucking uh, <laughs> incoming, so he just he just fucking pulled the ripcord and went to the casino or something. I think I think it was very good coaching by both Volkanovski and Ortega. Actually, you can hear the coaches in, in the in the apex. Uh, I think they also mic'd them up, which is quite nice. I, I do think they gave the right um, on the they picked up on the right things to tell them fighters. So very good. It was a good, good fight, I think. Um, nice takedowns, of course, by the wrestler dude. Nice and steady improvements of positions. And uh, he won quite easily, I think. All right. Next fight is bantamweights. We have Ludwig Scholinian. That dude had a swaggy bucket hat. I loved it. And, <laughs> okay. and, and his opponent, I, I call him stoked. Because that, that dude was stoked as fuck to be there. So... <laughs> I think it's Mitch, Mitch Raposo. Can I? So maybe what maybe what I want going forward is I just want 
your recaps of yes. the Ultimate Fighter, and I don't want to actually watch. Maybe yes. that's how I want to do this. It'll be the same kind of like you recapping Paul Brothers' social media to me. You it's... know, I need it through the filter of Matt in Switzerland. I think I'm back into the Ultimate Fighter business, and and I, as I said, Team Ortega will win this easily. Team Ortega for life. For life. Don't at me. Don't <laughs> at me. No, but I, I I did enjoy it, and I didn't think I would. So why not? Why not? Cool. I'll stick with it as long as I'm interested. I'm, I can't guarantee that I'll watch it till the end, but maybe. Excellent. That was the Ultimate Fighter. Um, oh, we had one event which both of us didn't watch. No, I think you watched one fight of KSW sixty one. Is that correct? Yeah, I I I tuned it in for one fight, uh, Carolina. Uh, versus Monica, you're gonna have to do the last names. Auxars, Carolina Auxars, and Off Monica charge. Kuchinich. Off charge. Carolina upcharge. Yes. Uh, Upcharged. <laughs> yeah. She. It was there was a there it, there was a series of really cool grappling scrambles, entertaining grappling scrambles going on uh, in this in this women's MMA fight, and I I just watched that, and then I think. Roman Simansky came out and I turned it off at some point. You know, I, I, I'll i definitely go back into KSW 61. I'll, I'll rewatch it because, it, of course, the um, the main event was Marius Puchanowski. Um, and that dude actually is fighting MMA now for about 12 years, I think. So that dude is, is considered a veteran, although we, also, we already think, or we, we still think that he's some sort of a circus or freak show and just just here for, for the thing, but but that dude is fighting for a long time. So, and why? Had, yeah, I mean, Marius Puchanowski is is here in KSW fighting heavyweight. He's been doing it for a long time. Yet Charles Bennett gets booked last week to fight Ben Rothwell. Mm-hmm. I mean, why come not? on, pay pay Marius. Uh, what also also on the card is was Saladin Parnas. He had a, a setback last time when he lost the fight, but he's a, a huge talent out of France. Uh, he 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 won too. So I'll I'll go I'll watch uh, KSW for sure because KSW is always very much enjoyable and fun to watch. All right. Um, amen. <laughs> Let's hey, go. Listen. Yes. Pujanowski also has one of the best topology pictures, and I think any MMA fighter would do well by themselves to. Take a look at Makwan Armorkani and Marius Pujanowski's topology pages, and just do a do a distinguished fighter sort of uh, sort of photo for their topology. Thanks, Luke. Did you not? Did you not see it with the whiskey in the foreground? Yeah, I see I it. it. It's perfect. Look, I mean, <laughs> um, what we have to do now. Uh, we actually mm. got a listener question. You can send in your listener questions too if you want, Luke or myself, or both of us discuss a topic you're interested in, or you have a question, just send them in. Uh, you can send it via email or direct message on the usual channels, mma-love.com or mma-lovepodcast on Instagram and Facebook. Floody asked this question a long time ago. Thanks, Floody, for the question. He, uh, he wants us to discuss, is Charles Oliveira Hall of Fame worthy? Now, let me lead in first, Luke. What actually is Hall of Fame worthy, or what would what do you what would your Hall of Fame def- definition be? 
so <laughs> well, so so length of tenure. Okay, mm-hmm. so first of all, it's the UFC Hall of Fame. It's not MMA Hall of Fame, which immediately delegitimizes it in my mind, because it, the sport is MMA. It, the 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 single promotion doing their own Hall of Fame is frankly worthless to me. So tenure, means tenure, someone like Fedor is not in it. Randleman is not in it. Oh, he, Randleman is because he had UFC. Yeah, he had he one one time UFC champion, but that means Fedor is not. So tenure. But uh, let me let me ask like you. Let me ask you. Fights, sorry, but also, Luke. Sorry. Go ahead. Um, tenure. I mean, what would that mean for you? How long did you fight in the UFC, or how long did you defend, did you defend your belt, or how many times? Do you mean this by this by tenure? Yeah, I mean all those things. Okay, good. So certainly, Oliveira checks those boxes. He, I, I, I think he would he would defend this belt a couple times, mm-hmm. right, to really achieve that greatness that I think. Khabib achieved by defending his belt multiple times. Um, but also, like, you, you asked the question, like, what constitutes Hall of Fame? And the answer is sort of like, I'm looking at it, not much, because there's not much in there. 17 pioneers, seven modern era fighters, and seven contributors, like people who don't fight but are outside the sport, and six fights. So 40 total inductees in the mm-hmm. Hall of Fame. So so I would say at least if you're in the UFC if you're the UFC Hall of Fame board voting on these things, it seems that the bar is pretty high. I mean, listen, if you if you go about tenure, just just I have to I I was thinking. Is Nurmagomedov then Hall of Fame worthy? Because he has That's the thing. Like I don't know. Has he he has three UFC title defenses. Mm-hmm. For, for example and what, like jo- like seven other fights leading up to it or yeah, something? John Jones has eleven, for example. Mm-hmm. It, I right. mean right. I think it's it's quite difficult to actually define what is what is a Hall of Fame worthy thing. And it's it's maybe different for all of us. I think you're you're on to something with the tenure thing. How long have you been doing something on on what level, um, or single great feats? Like so I, when I, you yeah. when yeah, single great feats. How many how many fight of the night bonuses does somebody have? Maybe for example, yeah. I mean, Cowboy like, Cerrone. How I'm long not, you been doing this? How long you been saying yes to the UFC, no matter what they ask of you? <laughs> yes, Maybe man. that's Hall of Fame criteria for UFC. For Charles Oliveira, I'm, I, I'm totally serious about that too because this is the UFC's Hall of Fame, and you know that someone saying yes to anything they ask is part of their criteria for what makes someone good. Probably, I mean, if you, if you'd have to define it for Charles Oliveira, it it would have it could only be the the thing that he captured the belt after a long long career and and uh, a lot of setbacks. Yeah. Which is quite yep. sad. I mean, isn't could could a a Hall of Fame criteria also be how many times something has has been done, for example? Yeah, absolutely. So is Charles or or what about what about the first champ champ? Even though it was completely yeah. manufactured, yeah, why is Conor McGregor not in the Hall of Fame? Because he's still active. Do they, mm, do they so induct? Do you need, so you have to be retired. I mean, for. for 
to enter into a Hall of Fame, from, from, from my personal point of view, yes, you have to be retired. George, they inducted in 2020. Yeah. And that was, what, two years after he said he was retired? George St. Pierre? Yeah. No. That dude... Uh, let me let me check his record. Did he fight in 2019? No, 2017 was his last fight. It was against Bisping, but his mm-hmm. his fight before was Johnny Hendricks in 2013. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it it took him it took him three years of Dana offering him fights and realizing he's not coming back to get him inducted in the Hall of Fame. So we'll, we'll I mean, the Hall of Fame discussion is is interesting. I don't think Charles Oliveira's career at the moment is Hall of Fame worthy. What is what is your take? Uh, I would have. I would say I'd I'd love to see him defend his belt a couple times. Um, just just based on based on what he did so far. I mean, it is it is a huge accomplishment to to capture that belt after so such a long time and and after many losses, for example, too. Yeah, yeah. This Hall of Fame is bullshit. So it's man. it's a very it's a very <laughs> a great accomplishment trash. for That's him. It. But yeah, don't don't look at the you. Let, let's make our own Hall of Fame, for example. But yeah, with Fedor and Pride oh, and Genki god. Sudo. Oh and oh my god, this guy. Um. Yeah, but the, I don't the, think at the moment the he MMA is. MMA love Hall of Fame. Uh, do you think and he... Anderson Silva? I can't stop him. <laughs> I, you're not gonna stop me. This is bull. I, I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, I feel emotional about this now. I don't even know what to say. This is not good. They're only inducting one person a year. Do you think Charles Oliveira is Hall of Fame worthy at the moment? Yes or no? No. Good. There I you go, Floody. If you don't defenses, Floody. Vladdy, do you think he's Hall of Fame worthy? Talk about it in the Swiss English so I can understand you, sir. Oh my God. I have to reel Luke back in. He's fired the fuck up. <laughs> We're talking all over each other. This is bullshit. God damn it. Um, so we had the ultimate fighter. Um, we have a very, very, very interesting event next week. Let's go into that one. Oh, yeah. We have UFC 263. Um, Israel Adesanya will re- fight against Marvin Vettori again. Yeah. Let me uh, let me ask you first. What do you love about UFC 263? I love Marvin Vettori and his antics. <laughs> yeah. I do. I, I anytime that dude is talking, something I just I'm just waiting for something. Uh, he was actually quite tame on the the the, the countdown is out, uh, the UFC countdown on YouTube, uh, the countdown was, show. You know, he was quite tame. I think. You know, but you always sort of expect him to just start fighting a Starbucks barista or something. You know what I mean? Where he wasn't like, tame. Uh, where he wasn't tame was on the on the interview with Michael Bisping. Exactly. All right, I'm gonna go. I'll, I'll go right out and I'll come right out and say it. I love I love everything on this main card. I think I think that is a good take because I think I they they hit it out of the park with with that main card. You have you have Israel Adesanya against Marvin Vettori, which is a banger of a fight. Some people actually think, <clears throat> sorry, that uh, Marvin Vettori won the first fight. Mm-hmm. Um, so that will be very interesting. I think Vittori poses a huge problem for Adesanya um, in the wrestling 
thing. And I do think that Jan Blachowicz took a bit of the soul and the swagger of Israel Desanya, and I think Vittori could, um, yeah, could could make something of it. The interview Bisping did, Vittori did make a very good point. He said, "I had you beat. You thought you were beat. You got up from that fight. You were shaking your head." But he's right. Yes, right. He's right. We have also. Yeah, please. Just up and down the card. Mm-hmm. Uh, MMA love favorites Matt the Steamroller Frivola mm. uh, Drew Dober we have Joanne Calderwood so you can see if her striking is that bad or not I think it's I think it's going to be a fine fight a little 125 uh, Jake Collier fighting heavyweight again even tr- though he could fight at 185 probably I think he has in the past Chase Hooper back on the card. So great, a great. lot of fun little things going on in the prelims as well, which is going to make me tune in for the whole damn thing. Yeah, I mean, you 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 brushed over Davis and Figueredo against Moreno too, which is also, a, that was a banger of a first fight. I'm, I'm really, really looking forward to this one. And, and then you have a special fight. You, you do hate it, I think. I remember correctly that you hate Leon Edwards against <laughs> Nate Diaz. Maybe just I just to, hate Leon Edwards. Why the fuck do you hate him? I mean, he's, maybe he's, I just hate Leon Edwards for his for his he he has outdone John Jones in the use of the mummy guard. Oh my god, yeah, okay, that 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 was very bad last time. Bilal <laughs> is on the and Bilal is on the card right underneath him, so mm-hmm. we're gonna watch Bilal get wrestle fucked by Damian Maya, and then Leon Edwards eye poke Nate Diaz, and then Bilal and Leon Edwards are gonna stare at each other in the back and get matched up again. Could be could be Damian Maya's last fight. Also, I think. I hope he yeah. retires because he promised that he will do um, instructionals after he retires. So we're waiting for that one. We need we need his instruction. He's now forty three years old. Yeah, look, this this UFC two sixty three is is a no brainer to watch top to bottom. So bottom. life begins at forty, pal. Right? <laughs> what? Give give me your give me the under the radar fight on that card. I really like the Drew Dober Brad Riddell fight. I don't know if it's under the radar or not, but I really like Drew Dober and I really like the 155 division. So I, I, I'm excited for that prelim fight. Really excited for to see if Chase Hooper um, is has has worked on his on his game. He's only 21 years old, and he I think he lost his last fight. Oh no, he, he actually won his oh, his last he fight. Rolling thundered into an into yes. a into a Barrett. Uh, uh, knee bar or uh, knee uh, heel hook. He yeah. lost against Caceres. I, I I remember, but that, that's that's maybe a bit under the radar. So that that dude is a huge talent, and I think Chase. Um, that Peter Barrett fight, man, go back and watch that shit. That shit was pretty funny. Yeah. <laughs> Chase just getting absolutely getting his ass kicked, just pillar to post, and then rolling thundering into a heel. <laughs> yeah, and and of course the main event, like like we said, Marvin Vittori is a madman. I think it's refreshing in 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 the streamlined, sanitized corporate madness that is the, that the UFC has become. Um, and I, I I do think we're we're in for an upset here. I'm, I, I think I'm picking Vittori. Oh, I'm picking Vittori too. Just oh my for god, the fun of it. Oh my Just God. for the fun of it, it's too good. <laughs> it's very good. It's it's. What an awesome I tell, part. I told somebody, somebody had to go to Vegas for like a bachelor party or something. I said, I, I said, what? Why don't you, why don't you just put a parlay down on Vittori and Marino and uh, something else? I forget what I said, but I said just put a twenty dollar parlay down on these three underdogs, and if they all hit, 
you know, you give it to the groom dude. as a, as a, at a little wedding present. If they all hit, he gets sixteen hundred bucks. Dude, be fun. We, dude, I have to I have to bring in some breaking news here. What happened? A dude, a dude called. Uh, let's call him Steve. <laughs> he wrote to me in the chat, and he wants us to live react on on, on that news. I have a tweet from Ariel Helwani, and he's, he he writes. Wanted to let you all know that June 15th will be my last day at ESPN. God damn it. I have some very exciting news to share about my future very soon. Stay tuned. This is 100% my decision. Ah. Did you uh, did you get in touch with him and hire him? I, I wouldn't want to work with Ariel. Sorry. So there's a there's there's some like meme kind of thing where someone's saying I don't care Ariel. <laughs> do, do you care uh, he wants us to live react Just, uh, so, so live react on Ariel Helwani leaving react. I, don't, I, don't, I don't care I don't watch ESPN I don't watch his show sorry was, pal he was so so like very tight with DC this this dude is like there's there, there's two like things media does that just blows my mind one they try to start shit between fighters where shit doesn't exist and you don't need to. Like, Indeed. oh, did you hear they said this? Ariel's the king of that. Yeah, that's I, I hate don't. It. That's why I don't listen to him. I hate it. The other thing they do is they just go to press conferences and ask the same boring questions like, how hard did you train for this fight? Or did you change up your game for this opponent or whatever? Yeah, I... I would much rather you just like talk to Brendan Marino about like what his favorite Lego set is. I think <laughs> I think Ariel Hilwani is, is one of the guys. I'm 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 hoping that that we we won't never we will never be like this. He's one of the journalists or media personalities that gets jaded, and I don't think he does love MMA as much as he should. Uh, maybe it's maybe it's because you're doing it for twenty or thirty years or whatever. And I'm not sure, but I, I, think, I don't think I, think I don't think I'm he's as in it. Jaded. I think I'm as jaded as I can be. So like about the world in general. So no matter what happens in MMA, like Paul brothers fighting Tyron Woodley or whatever, like that's not going to make me any more or less jaded. <laughs> yeah, I'm just going to like cover my psychic pain with laughter and continue talking about yeah, it. I just don't like it. I just, you. I mean, you don't have to cover MMA if you don't like it anymore. Then just look for another thing to do. Maybe he, he does that. Maybe he goes into basketball he, because I do think that he yeah, loves it more. The, so he, I feel like that was the thing. Like he always wanted to do basketball or something. I do think like so. That. Maybe maybe it's basketball. Yeah. But but he said he quits ESPN, so not sure. But maybe yeah. he's gonna go work for Showtime. <laughs> yeah, all of them are working for Showtime now. That is actually a good a good segue again. I mean you're doing it. <laughs> you I, I, I know why you're the co host. Sometimes I know, sometimes I'm not sure, but um, uh, it's just, it's just cracking up. The fucking uh the showtime. Okay. The showtime. showtime is going to do a thing tonight, and I Let's, thought I did consider asking you, should we withhold this podcast until after it happens? But then I realized I don't give a shit what happens. Floyd <laughs> Mayweather go. is going to fight Logan Paul tonight. Yeah, let's go into the Paul Brothers segment fight. because we have to fight. I mean, the the, the, the boxing exhibition bout this evening, um, um, Floyd Mayweather against Logan Paul, the bigger Paul brother or the older Paul brother, let's say like that. I mean, I don't. I couldn't care less. I mean, I do watch all the 
pre-fight or pre-boxing exhibition bout stuff. I do, I do love me some interviews of these two guys. But I mean, on Showtime, on by Showtime, Luke, Luke Thomas and Brian Cowan in robes. By it's a abysmal. It's abysmal. But I, I, I I'm watching it. It's like it's like a car crash. I can't watch away. Uh, but uh, I won't. I won't watch this this boxing exhibition bout. I'm, I'm not. I'm not interested in it. It's you'll be asleep. I don't blame you. I won't. I, I'll, I might. I'll, I'll read the results, but I'm, I'm not paying for that one, and I'm not even going to watch out for it. I'm watching some gifs of it, maybe. Yeah, we'll we'll gif it up. We'll we'll live react to gifs, maybe, maybe. But what do you think? Of, what do you think of Tyron fighting the uh, larger Paul brother? Listen, now it get it gets interesting. <laughs> oh, you're gonna watch that? Oh, yes, I do. <laughs> I really do think. First of all, um, Paul. Um, Logan Paul and what is the other? I mean, Jake Paul. <laughs> Jake Paul. You call him whatever. You, Francisco Paul. Yeah, Francisco Paul. Just do the Paul. thing the co-main guys do. Just give him a different name every time you say it. Look, I mean, that dude is is basically boxing for two or three years now, and he says he enjoys it. <clears throat> you can see that he does boxing quite regularly when he when he fights these zero and zero guys or celebrities or Ben Askren. Mm-hmm. Um. <clears throat> He is okay at boxing for, for a guy that trains for two or three years. And he is a unit of a man. I do think so. He has power. He has the wits. He, he likes he, to fight. He certainly is a fighter kind of person. And then he is very good at doing business. That's why he picked his opponents out of, of, a, of a long row of people who actually want to fight him. Um, and I do think the the... Tyron Woodley selection is very clever because it is a step up. I, I think it's great. Yep, it, it, it is, is a step up. It is a step the up for him. Storyline, very good. Storyline's already there. It's great. Storyline is that um, um, Jake uh, when when uh, Jake Paul boxed Ben Askren. Uh, for people who don't know, Ben Askren and Tyron Woodley are good friends, and um, Tyron Woodley was in the locker room of Jake Paul when they wrapped his hands to control that everything is supervised, that everything is okay. So, mm-hmm. beef is there. Beef is there. Um, I beef do... is there and recorded for posterity. So, Just like everything else in Jake's life. So we have Jake Paul, the businessman, handpicking his opponents according to his wishes, according to, to his mind that he's able to beat them. He's young, he's fit, he's healthy, he's a fighter, and he boxes okay. And he selected Tyron Woodley, um, former UFC champ, very um, strong wrestle game, which he then spiced up later in his career with, with a, a bomb of a overhand right. But um, he's also 40 now, I think. His life certainly did, did not begin at 40. Yeah, his life began way long. Tyrant is 40? I, I do think so, yeah. He, he's, he, he will be 40 soon. I mean, and Tyron is... Wow. Tyron did lose all of his last... I think he lost 20 out of his... Let, let, me, let me rephrase that. I think out of the wow, yeah. 20 rounds... Of MMA, he fought. I think he lost nine, nineteen of his last twenty rounds. He fought. Yeah. Yep. I think he's he's not in the game anymore. I think he's 
he should I think he should retire from MMA I do think so um, so I'm interested in him boxing Jake Paul <laughs> I think it's a good match I'm interested as hell I will watch it and it's also it's not Showtime. an exhibition it's, it's a pro boxing bout so and it's not on Triller it's on Showtime. On Showtime, Showtime. As you let me know, Showtime just got my money for the Bellator subscription, so that's good. So I'll just give them a little bit more and watch that fight. It'll be fun. Yeah, I mean, look, <laughs> I'm not. I'm not sure why. I'm. Am I interested? In it? I'm. I'm barely watching. I'm barely watching real boxing. <laughs> but <laughs> this, yeah, actually... well, that's more than I watch. So. This actually has me has me excited. What are you uh, What are you most excited for just next week? There's a next lot going week. on. Oh my god! Next week we got we got the UFC uh, pay per view. We covered that, but there's a lot more happening. I'm gonna run it down for you real quick. Yes, please. Thursday, Thursday we're gonna have PFL with your favorite boxer. Uh, Friday we're gonna have an Invicta tournament for the 105. Phoenix Rising series, and then that winner will get a title shot, I think, or something like that. And then also on Friday, we're going to have a Bellator, uh, and then Saturday a UFC. What do you What are you most fired up about? Look, I, I'm very interested in Clarissa Shields' debut in in PFL. Um, mm-hmm. I think she need. I mean, I think she has to lose this because the other fighter is is experienced and she can grapple. So. No way ah. she, she actually should win this, but I'm, I'm excited just to see smoke her. Can't just smoke Brittany Elkin. Three <laughs> and six Brittany no. Elkin. No no pro MMA fighter with with a like ten ten fights experience should lose to a boxer transferring. Okay, that's fair. I do think th- we'll y- see if she can. We'll see if she can get inside and take her down. I mean, if you can't, then then you should really don't, think about what you're doing. Don't forget that Clarissa Shields is Jackson Wink product, and they have good game plans. They're going to have her stuffing takedowns for like the last year. They right? had they had good game plans for a long time. I'm not quite sure if they're oh, still okay. if they're still up there, but I I see how it is. <laughs> <laughs> what 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 are you looking forward to the most? Uh, low key, most looking forward to, uh, low key, most looking forward to our, our friend of the show, Marcin Held coming back as a grappler with striking volume striking in his last fight. He's going to fight Olivier Aubin Mercier on the PFL card. And of course, most looking forward to Invicta on Axis TV. I or on YouTube cannot con- for the, con- for the Euros. I believe so. I believe so. Uh, and that's where I'll be watching because I don't have cable. Um, Insider knowledge confirms that it will be free on YouTube. I I have to believe you because it's the only thing that's going to give me hope this week. Um, it's gonna. I think it's gonna be a lot of it's Invicta. If they can work out the technical difficulties, it's going to be a lot of fun. Julian DeCourcy is on this. Julian DeCourcy and Delboni. And Lindsay Van Zant are on this tournament, and I put it in quotes. It's I believe the format is one round fights for the first two fights, and then a three round uh, main event because you're only allowed to do five rounds total in one night in Kansas. 
by the commission rules. So that it's an interesting format, and the one round aspect of it makes it go really fast and and is fun, and they really go for it because they need to win that one round. Um, so I I recommend it. I watched the last couple Phoenix series that they put on, um, and then uh, and then we're gonna have ass kicking Jason Jackson the ass-kicking machine yeah. <laughs> fighting Paul Daly in the co-main event on Bellator on Friday that is a good, night. That is a good scrap, too. Absolutely. Looking forward to... I'm actually looking forward to the Bellator card as well. That is that is sneaky good for Bellator. Mm-hmm. Yep. Luke, this is it. Matt. We, we did it. We got through everything. We got well, through quite, everything but... we had... We had this Mono Fioro hype episode. I think we, we did her good. We did we did the right thing. Um, you know what Tito Ortiz got us for a 20th episode? A, a resignment? A retirement? A res- yeah, a resignation letter. He just walked out of a city bye council bye, Tito. meeting. <laughs> um, yeah, if you, if you like what we do, uh, subscribe and let us know how you think we are. Um, <laughs> send us your questions MMA Love Podcast on Facebook and Instagram or MMA-Love.com on the right side on the top of the page there is an email button click that one, send us an email it would really help us in our lives yeah. <laughs> we do like getting better at this I, I, you know, I told you before we started I was kind of like, you yeah, know, we just do this and talk about it and have a good time, but you know, if there's improvements to be made, I'm happy to entertain the thought. I don't think it can be done. It could be. I don't think it can be done any better. But that's just me. Is bare knuckle next week too? Oh my god! Oh my god! Yeah, Might bare knuckle. Be. Uh, I'll we'll have a a in depth bare knuckle segment <laughs> next week. Have a good all one, right. Luke, and thanks for all of the listeners to, for listening. And see you next week. Yes, thank you. Bye.